0: Welcome back to another episode of Pod About It. I'm your host, Dylan Young. On today's show, we discuss Tennessee versus Alabama, the preview, and the recap. We also get into the NFL, concussions, and what the game may look like in 30 years. But first your
1: heart if it's forcing don't do it i speak to myself when i'm writing this music angelic aggression is all therapeutic i speak on the lessons already been through it if they knock you down then get up and keep moving a hustle a hustle a job or you moving a slang and a cell in a selling your business producing collecting a check from a bet a- i'm kind of glad mind finally did something though bro even though even though it's just team makers you what know what Dr- be talking a lot man so it's just good to see him follow up on his word one time you know what I'm saying? I, I don't yeah. know I see a lot of talking, I see uh, a lot of bodies get dropped.
0: So Right before we get into the show, I want to make sure that you register to vote. I've put a link in the description to vote. So make sure you go to the link at vote.gov and check it out if you haven't registered to vote. In a lot of places you can still register to vote on the day of the election. But make sure that you get it together and go out and vote. There's a lot of issues going on from abortion, student loans, really anything that you want to talk about, but It's your decision, and remember that if you don't decide your future, somebody else will. Now let's get to the show. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Pod About It. I'm your host, Dylan Young, and today, man, today I have a great guest. I want to introduce you to the show for the first time, to start season four off, a former waffle football player, one of my good boys, not one nine, (laughs) Mr. 859, hand across his chest. Mr. Lex himself, R.J. Taylor, bro, what's good with you, man? Hey, man, glad to be on the show, man. Just a
1: regular day out here in Lexington. First off, of work.
0: I'm glad. I'm glad you got a chance to hop on the pod with me. I know we've been talking about getting on and everything else, and how we have a have a time, bro. I
1: know, but I'm really geek. I ain't gonna. Lie. I'm gonna probably be cheek to cheek the whole time.
0: No, that's straight. We we everybody ain't gotta see it because we ain't going on video, but I get to see it. And that, that's what matters to me. But uh but RJ, I like every time I have a guest that I have like a good little relationship with and that we have some things. I always like to bring up a story that just makes me like when I see you, I think of this story. And I do you know what story I may be referring <laughs> yeah, to? Bro? I know where you're going. I know where you're going. <laughs> to set the stage. Bro, to set the stage, man. RJ played at Wofford College as well, but he came in a year after me. So, you know, one year. Let's just keep that in mind. <laughs> and so, you know, a lot of people redshirted that first year. But RJ played, but I redshirted, right? Played as a true freshman. I redshirted my freshman year. So senior year comes for me. My four years are up. Yeah. And I'm I'm getting out of there, you know. It's nice. I'm not going to take my fifth year, but, you know, trying to peace out. This man, RJ, comes up to the sideline to me and is like, bruh, I should be going too. <laughs> like, it's my time to dip too. What was what, what, going through your mind? I know Wofford is stressful. I know people trying to get out, but a whole year, my guy. And you were serious too. That was threw me off.
1: I was I was dead ass serious. Uh, man, I, I don't know. I can't recall what happened that day, I'm sure, you know. College football in general, then Wofford's a whole nother beast. So, man, I, at the end of the day, I guess yeah, I, I was trying to get out of there early, man. Just
0: man, hey, I feel like you didn't really go to Wofford if you didn't want to leave Wofford at some point in time. Trying to get out early, bro. I felt you, and I felt bad that you couldn't go with me, but you, you had one more, but my guy. I, I think more so it was the the fact that
1: you know, because we had other guys like Triple D. You know what I'm saying? TV yep. that stayed another year that had the had the 50 <laughs> triple D. I ain't even gonna we can get into that if you want to, but I ain't gonna elaborate. But you know what I'm saying? They had a 50 years, so I thought, you know, maybe you had one too. I don't know. I just got confused. So
0: Yeah, no, I had one. I just say I had a, you know, it's an option. It's an option, and I ain't take it. Before I was like transitioning jobs, and I took a little break from the podcast, bro. I dropped an episode. And the very next day, I get the message and the videos and everything else that Chris Rock just been slapped by Will Smith, right? You remember this, bruh? I remember this. (laughs) Like yesterday. Yeah, exactly, bruh. And I wanted to talk about it, but I had too much stuff going on. And then here recently, you know, if y'all haven't seen, please look it up, with Draymond Green, you know, decking, Jordan Poole. And 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 RJ, bro, I had asked a poll on Twitter, and I want to ask you the same question, bro. In those two situations, who would you rather be? Would you rather be Chris Rock or Jordan Poole if you had to choose?
1: Man, that's tough. I'm going to say just off a of whim, I'm going to say Jordan Poole. And this is why, because – will smith or chris rock got smacked on national television i'm I, I think you know what happened to him is much more embarrassing now like there's also a stigma in sports you know like you gotta be tough and this and that I feel like a lot of people like right. fake tough or pretend to be tough in sports in general so you know jordan Poole, he gonna he gonna feel it personally to you know his family and then just imagine what other players is about to do to him, bro, for the rest of his career. You know what I'm saying? Imagine you his opponent, like right. the type of you could talk to him. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm 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 gonna take that over over the over the Will Smith, bro. That I mean, that was
0: egregious. It was egregious, and bro you you you're definitely in the you're definitely in the minority, bro. <laughs> like if you. <laughs> If I if I'm thinking about it, bro, when I saw that man's knees buckle like that, I'll never ever <laughs> want to be nobody who get their knees buckled like that. You feel me? Yeah. Like that was that was enough for me. And then online, what what really did it for me, what really sealed it for me, RJ, is like you look online, there was women on there talking about, leave that baby alone. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, when you get done like that, you grow man, bro. That feel different type of way. It's the memes, bro. You are on the ground, though. You are knocked out for real. Like (laughs) knees crumble. At least Chris Rock didn't fall, didn't touch the earth, (laughs) stood his ground, and kept it moving. Like you know what I mean. And 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 I understand to your point, like that was national news. But it the the tape out now, right? Like if the tape wasn't out, this would be a whole different discussion. I wouldn't even ask that question. Right. We live in them times
1: too, man. Like new day and age of the internet. As far as like right. how the internet is taking control of the situation, I feel like Jordan Poole's might be worse. Like the memes and stuff I'm seeing, and just how how crazy they going on him. I think I
0: think they doing him worse than they did Chris Rock, bro. We definitely in a moment because you know this just happened, and they were going wild with Chris Rock for a minute. But it was. again, again, let's just let's just think about like the last. 10 seconds after you get hit, after the initial <laughs> smack to your face. Who was worse off? Chris Rock was just chilling. So that's why I got to say, I mean, I think you were in the minority on the vote with that. I think it was like 30% of people said that. But very interesting that you, you, you'd uh, <laughs> you be Jordan <laughs> Poole there. I
1: could I could definitely say uh, Chris Rock handled his situation better, in which I feel like was much more – of a you know, like a, a harsh setting, if you will, being on national TV, you know what I mean, right? So, right. Jordan Poole. No, facts,
0: facts that, that that no, you got a good point. The national TV thing is a fact because people for real are seeing that. Like, I mean, that was it's live, CNN, bro. it's world news, it's everywhere you go, they know that because they're international, <laughs> right. stars. So, I feel you on that. That's a good point. That's a good point, and and RJ, I'm glad I brought you on here. I knew you made some good points, bro, because I feel like you, you light skinned, but you got uh... black Air Force One energy, bro. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying, bro? So it's like, it's like you the perfect person to bring in here to kind of talk about this Jordan Poole situation. Like, I remember back in the day, bro, didn't you try to fight like uh, AJ Brown or something at Old Miss, wasn't it?
1: Uh, it was. Um... Jalen <laughs> Julius or somebody. I don't know, bro. Oh, okay. Guy.
0: I was about to say that boy was trying to fight uh DK Metcalf out there <laughs> or something. I don't know what was wrong with him. Whoever it was, was a <laughs> <I> was <saying. laughs>
1: Yeah, man, I'm definitely I'm not I'm not going at the end of the day. Um if I'm Jordan Poole, I, I can definitely say that, you know, that's not gonna be the end of the situation. I, I like to think that I'm not gonna hit my knees and crumble, but if if I did, right. you know, like it's got to be war from here on out. Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be minute. Until I get my lick back, bro, I'm not going to be satisfied. Ain't no way.
0: Yeah, bro. And, like, I don't think this could ever really happen in football, right? Like, unless it was the same side of the ball, like offense and offense. Right. Like, do you, I, I don't know if you were wait, there, wait, but wait, wait. do you remember in the little squabble that I got into?
1: No, when was this? What with
0: who? This was. Oh, this y'all was do y'all ball. do that? fuke
1: jumped in. That's so funny. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know why? The only reason why I don't remember that is because it quickly became everybody's
0: situation. Like I, I completely really forgot me, it
1: started with you, bro.
0: Bro, let me let me just set the scene for everybody that's listening because I feel like you you got people's interest peaked right now. <laughs> so. <laughs> going through the plays, doing a scrimmage, live scrimmage, right? One in the scrimmage. I feel like it was. I feel like we were on the game field. One of them Saturday boys. We was. Yeah, yeah. We out there on a Saturday hitting each other for no reason. And so we out there in the scrimmage. And you're not really supposed to be hitting the quarterback. But if you understand what Walford football is, it's like Georgia Tech gets the triple option or was like Georgia Tech. It, 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 it's like your quarterback is a running option that you need to tackle. <laughs> and so I remember Boston, Brian, and Stephen Cornelier, they had wrapped up my boy Juan. And they kind of dumped him a little bit. You know what I mean? Like they kind of picked him up and dumped him just a little bit. Yeah, little bit. it was a little over the top. <laughs> a little over the top. I agree. But then Anton, Anton, and let's just – Give some context for Anton. You know, this is a Hall of Fame uh, uh, offensive tackle. Yeah. And he had already been playing professional ball in Sweden before he even came over there. So <laughs> let's just throw that out. Me... <laughs> hey, 6'7", 400. Stop. Ah, he, he uh, yes, it Yeah, he about six three six four three twenty 320 solid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, he he shoved my boy Boston in the back, tough shove, mm, mush his ass. I'm like, damn. And so I immediately start pushing anti, and then he turns around, starts talking to me, and I just start swinging. Now, I didn't get far in my swings because he immediately grabbed my helmet and pulled me down, and I couldn't see anything just swinging in the air, <laughs> mid-air, It's trying to hit this as hard as I could bro. swear I was trying to knock him out and then next thing I know my my position coach who was a former player strongest Ooh. dude coached ever the he from the uh he from uh, Kentucky Kentucky he boy
1: he is shout yeah. out shout out to Denver one time man shout out to Denver It ain't my area but look but look shout out it was while we on Denver, shout out Mike Jones <laughs> and shout out uh Sidon Brown man bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shadon Brown, yeah. Shout out Shadon, bro. Shout out Mike Jones. Them damn boy boys are different, bruh. And he, and I felt like Anton was this weight pressing on my neck and then that weight was just lifted. And the next person I saw was Fuquay. But like, that, that type of stuff doesn't really tear up a team. Like, I I, I don't think a lot of people realize how segregated football is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We are offense and defense. They literally give us different colors. We ride different buses. Literally. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, you,
1: you're right. It's it's so many, it's funny. There's so many different cliques on, on the football team, too. Like, I always talk to people about that. But, yeah, I, I don't see that as something that you know like break us up. It's kinda like to be expected type deal too, because like I got friends who play college basketball, like different sports, and we always talk about just like how they vary, you know, in their ways. But yeah, yeah, like you like you said to your point, I don't see that breaking up a team um as as it relates to football, you know, and it's also kind of expected in our sport with it, you know, the physical nature of the game. Like, you're gonna have scuffles, bro. Come on. Like think about camp, you know what I'm saying, going thirty or so days straight. It's hot in South Carolina where we was, and you, you having to compete against the same guy, you know what I'm saying? You know what's coming. He know the play, this and that, exactly. but, but still got to touch him up real nice, you know what I'm saying? There's it, <laughs> yeah. a, a lot of ego <laughs> out there, bro. Up. Nobody's going, bro, but
0: yeah. Yeah, be honest, bro. Like, once you realize that everybody out there is real nice, like, you got to get an edge. You got to get a different type of way that you going to attack. and I feel like uh, in basketball, that shit is just a little bit different, don't you feel, RJ? I
1: I do feel, bro. I'm gonna go ahead and go on record and say, first of all, I feel like all oh, hoopers are soft. You can go ahead and get that on record. <laughs> if you a hooper, you soft, and I don't care who's listening. You got to show. Hey, me. Chill,
0: right. bro. <laughs> <laughs> Draymond trying to show you right now. Draymond speaking for the soft hoopers right now.
1: <laughs> Draymond, I'm glad. I'm kind of glad, Draymond. Finally did something though, bro. Even though, even though it's his teammates, you <laughs> know, might be talking a lot, man. So it's just good to see him follow up on his word one time. You know, what I'm saying, I, I don't know. I see a lot of talking. I see uh... a lot of bodies get dropped. So,
0: but but come on, your own team.
1: Yeah, yeah. Come that's, on, a, RJ. That's a little tough.
0: You feel me? That's a foul. That's a personal foul.
1: I think that's a tech. I think with the way that that went down, like how ill natured that was, I feel like they had beef prior, bro. Like it had to be built up. It's got to be something, Draymond, You know what I'm saying? I don't oh, see it yeah. beef. You know what I mean?
0: Oh yeah, RJ, RJ, RJ. I would consider you, and I consider myself a <laughs> shit talker. You feel me? <laughs> we go joke. We go clown, bro. I'll, I, another story. I just thought about this. You remember when we used to sit outside the training room after the games the next day and just check everybody that came out the room? Oh, my
1: God, bro. I forgot about (laughs) that. Yes, bro.
0: (laughs) So, bro, every single person, we usually just check them all the way down the hall, just make fun of whatever they had on, whatever they was doing, limping. It don't matter what it was. Me and RJ would sit there and check you until you walked to your room. As we
1: waited on the next meeting, nobody was safe, bro. Everybody, everybody was getting it. Coaches, coaches, staff, faculty. Yeah, it didn't matter. Teammate, same side, other side, don't matter, man. Pastors. <laughs> <laughs>
0: everybody was getting flame quote, out that locker room. But, but RJ, bro, like, there are some people if you talk who ain't really about yeah. that. Right, right, right. right. And you got to know, as a shit talker, where your physical <laughs> boundary lays. You this feel me? Is very true. Bro, I got to tell this story on the side. This ain't going in the podcast, but I got to tell this. Uh, I never checked this man again, RJ. That was the last day I checked him like I did again. You know, look, but I ain't never checked him like I was that day, never again. Like, uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> because you know the boundaries, right? Like, and I don't think Jordan Poole understood that. Yeah, he I know he didn't understand
1: that because he had his hands down after what he did. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hey, this is a a rule for everybody that's listening just for general purposes, bro. Don't ever, if you about to be in beef, have your hands down, bro. And definitely don't have your hands down if you initiated contact first. That's goofball material.
0: Yeah. Now, what I will say, RJ, to – not like to his defense, because I agree, like, having your hands down in a situation where y'all are yapping that much, and then you initiate the contact, but like – if you look at the body language of everybody else in the, the the court, they don't they don't even react. And you know how folks be reacting, right? You know how folks be like, "Oh, someone's popping off," right? You feel me? I think I think because
1: it was Drake, and mine, like he didn't got into so many scuffles and talk so much. Shit, you know what I'm saying? And none of them have quite went the distance yet. So, you know, I guess they didn't expect. It to get there, you know what I mean? So they probably was like, I was just Draymond again doing Draymond." you know what I mean? And boom. Right.
0: No, for sure. I know. That's why they were surprised. And I feel like Jordan Poole was on that same type of time. He was thinking the same thing. Right. This man always stayed talking. He always yapping, blah blah blah. Man, get off me. Boom. But he didn't really let him think about it. He, yeah, <laughs> he, he didn't. It was
1: definitely, it was definitely like a reaction. That's why immediate situations like that, you gotta be, like you said, it, it goes back to, you know, if you if you're gonna talk it, then you gotta stand on it. Or like, you know, talk out of saying you just gotta be ready on the front end, man, if you're gonna make that
0: move. That was a that was a business decision. I just don't know personally, RJ, if I could get hit like that and just hoop with you again. Because hooping is different, right? <laughs> Like, it's only
1: <laughs> five of us out here, bro. Right. Just due to the fact, the the nature of basketball, like you said, it's only five of us out here, and there's only, what, 11, 13 of us on the team. We might rotate seven or eight or whatever. Like, we have to be in good chemistry, bro, to, for, to flow. And they, and they play on a, a championship-caliber team, you know, so it's even more important. Like, they really could win it again. So – it's right. definitely, it definitely affects a lot. You know, it's, it's going to take Jordan Poole to, like, be a man and, like, move past that for, in order for it not to affect them. You know, and I, that's how small the window could be, too. Like, that move could very well throw off the chemistry, to, and it can
0: affect them winning a the championship, bro. So, it's, it's just crazy. No doubt about it, bro. The Warriors are big, you know, team movement, team ball, like, being able to – Kind of be a little unselfish, but to choose and pick your shots. So, like, it's a lot of trust that works. And if you're playing that caliber ball, like you were saying, it only means that much more. And so the Warriors were my team. I picked them 10 games into the season last year to win it all. I did too. And so they got it done. And but like, I just don't. I after I saw, if I didn't see this video and I just heard the report, I say, yeah, they're still my team. I mean, people get in fights all the time. But once I saw that video, I, I, I just thought a little bit different about it.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I really want to know. There's a lot of speculation out there. I want to know like what exactly was said. You know, I heard, I saw a couple different things. So I want to know like what was said. You know what I mean? And and what was said after, I guess that's what we might not ever know for a fact.
0: That's what I was about to say, bro. I don't think you'll ever know for 100% certainty because like now you had the video, it's going to be in between people just completely making stuff up and like just guessing and people who may have some insider, but like not really, you know what I mean? I don't even know how that video got out. That is the, that that, is the that's, thing that's the, press, the most pressing thing we need to figure out because... That is crazy, bro. Somebody's
1: got to get fired. Like,
0: Yeah. yeah. That, uh, be, that better have been an intern trying to get a bag real quick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you, what's your price, RJ? For the vid? Yeah, what's your price for oh, the vid? My. If you didn't take it and you got the access, bro, you just seen this. Boom! You're like, oh, shit. They're like, oh, go ahead, RJ. Go home with the film. What they bro, come up to you? What's your price,
1: bro? If if I'm sure that I'm gonna get the film, like if it's made up in my mind, that I'm I'm moving this film. I'm a, I need ten. Give me ten. Ten k. Ten I can get it to you. Ten I can get it to you. You, know, you as you at flash dry.
0: That's it, RJ. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you may never be able to shoot a camera again if that's your profession. <laughs> oh
1: wait, 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 wait!
0: Yeah, that
1: was a bonehead. I need a hundred, bro. <laughs> you know, 100.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was I thinking more. Uh, uh, I was thinking more towards a hundred as well. Like a hundred k is a lot of money to just give over the film, and then I can bounce back if I got a hundred k. Right, on. You know what I that's mean? That's enough. Right? Come on. That's enough.
1: If you're smart enough, you should be able to to take that and flip it
0: facts facts, so it's like <laughs> yeah 100 k i'm i'm i I'm, I'm with the bull I'm with the man, but damn, bro, everything is just this is and this just takes me to my next point, bro rough business. What are you thinking about the tour situation, bro? Just in general, I know it's been a couple it's, weeks, and we're talking about that. Yeah. But what do you think?
1: It's scary, man. It's scary. What more so? I think what it does for me more than anything is like, you know, I first of all prayers to him. Hope he recovers well, and right. you know all that stuff. But it makes me reflect on my career, yep. and you know some of the hits that I've taken or given or amount of times I hit my head on the ground, you know, that, I mean, that happens often in football, bro. It wasn't until recently that like they started taking it serious or even considering them type of blows or concussion. You know what I mean? Like now that we know what a concussion is, bro, oh my God. Like it's, it's scary to think back on my career. How many times, like I banged my head up, how many concussions I might've had that went undiagnosed or, you know, we brushed over because the, the stigma of playing football. So it's crazy, man. It just makes you think and reflect. And I just
0: hope that we're going to be okay in the long run, bro, with what we done put in, you know? Yeah, man. And we've seen a lot of different – I mean, in your class, right, different people going through different stuff with football and everything that has caused them to, you know, have things that go on past the game, right, like things they have to do with for the rest of their life. So, like, it's, it's definitely a, a, a scary situation. And like you said, man, like you think back to all the hits. Like I was diagnosed with a concussion once in high school. But besides that, I've never been diagnosed with the concussions. But, you know, we got black Air Force One in when we play. (laughs) Right. I know I've been over there throwing my head got in a concussion before. Like and look up and can't really see well and just kind of shake it off or – Hit some water on my face and go back out there, and that's just how it is. Right, and that's where like
1: I think that's that's the line that we walk in nowadays. And they finally starting to you know do different little things. Like you can see them enforcing the rules on kickoff, or like you know they protecting the quarterback extra heavy now. Certain hits like blindside blocks being illegal. They trying to like find a way to you know because of the new research and what we know now to mitigate those kind of energies. I mean those kind of injuries. But um right. I mean it, it's tough though. It's also football. You know, like we we played a game, I think the new school kids more so play it a like softer than what we did. But like as far as how we came up and how we play, like that's what we know. You know what I mean? Right. Like I've been I've been leading with my head since a
0: kid. <laughs> come on. And, and come on. And think <laughs> about it, the people that are in the NFL are really around our age. You see what I'm saying? Right. So they grew up the same way as us. Like, the, the age difference is not that far. So, like, yeah, of course they're going through that type of stuff. But, like, what you were talking about with the rules was exactly what I was going to say, bro. Like, if you've looked at the NFL, like, there's been a lot here in the past two weeks, there's been a lot of rough-in-the-passer calls that the Tom Brady one, right, that just is, like, phantom. Like, All is right. that a rough-in-the-passer? And this is a, in my opinion, is a direct response to Tua. Sling Like, right, he got slung to the ground. And he hit his head. So, like, they're going to try to protect the money, and the quarterbacks are the money. Right. But, RJ, I have an interesting theory here, and I want to hear your opinion on it. I got you. I think in the next, let's call it 35 to 45 years. So, it's 2020 to – we're looking at what is that twenty sixty? Let's let's call it around twenty sixty. I believe I believe in twenty sixty that football as we know it today will look and actually be played like flag football, way more than it does yes. today. Yes,
1: yes, yes. You, you, you I agree.
0: You, you feeling me?
1: You feeling me on this? I agree. I agree. I mean, it, to an extent. I mean, like, look at the Pro Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, Come on. the whole the whole premise behind that is is for that reason, right there, so people don't get hurt. You know, exactly. So I think it's a it's it's, it's going to be determined by when we decide to prioritize people not getting hurt. So in the Pro Bowl, obviously you got the best players in the world all playing at once, and you know it don't really matter. The regular season matters, so the importance right. of of injury prevention is is put to the top. So that that's what it looks like. So I agree with you. I mean, I, I thought about that too. And I mean, the, even the game now, you know, like mm-hmm. you can't, you seen the rough in the past and call, pass and caught, even passing interference. Oh. Like even those are getting egregious too. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, t- it's becoming tougher to be a defender anyway It's like, every little thing is a flag. But, yep. I mean, I see the game turning that way. I've had the same thoughts. It's funny that you brought that up. I, I think the same thing. Like I think it'll be completely flagged at some point, like, contactless.
0: Yeah. I'm glad you all over it. Like, I didn't have to go much into it. But, like, I was thinking about this just with everything that's been going on as far as concussions, off-the-field stuff. Injuries and all that type of stuff, and like the pay and everything else, right? So, right. Th- this is a stat that I had that I had brought. So, before the pandemic, there was a study of participation into football from 2006 to 2018. So, in 2006, 8.4 million Americans participated in football, in 2018. Americans participated. That's almost a 50% drop in participation, right? So you're having people, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to, we're not going to get into kids we don't have and all sorts of stuff. But (laughs) you think about it. If you and I are thinking about not having our kids play football, what does that look like to the potential of the NFL talent pool-wise? It it does. I mean,
1: you know, we play Division One football, which is the highest level in college. Say something. Come on now, let me, <laughs> let me get that on record. <laughs> uh, so you know, if if you got guys like us, and I know we're not alone because I have these conversations with my you know other friends too that play football elsewhere, and we all saying that, you know what I mean? Then come on, and think about what that looks like over the the whole U.S. You know, exactly. I mean. And, and it's not like there's other sports out here to take it to, to play to enjoy. You know what I mean? Most of these kids nowadays are multi-sport anyway. Like at, when once you get to this level, and it's not like other sports aren't growing in popularity. You know what I mean? Like soccer is becoming huge everywhere. You can see it growing in America. Like if you got guys like us who play Division One ball and. First of all, shout-out to our levels of football, man. Shout-out to our man, college athletes. That. If you're a college athlete, I got respect for you because it's tough on our levels. Say that. But, you know, if you play Division One football, like, you know, us, our friend circles, whatever, we've really had these conversations about not letting our kids play football. Then that, on a, a greater scale, in the U.S., I'm sure, there's much more of those conversations happening. So, right. you know, you're talking about pulling some of the
0: what would be the best athletes from the sport and the most passionate passionate right, right as and well to like passionate. want to do the sport like some people don't care about sports exactly you like if, if you come from a football family it's just life right so like that that's a big requirement of being able to have athletes right like people that really want to go and go through the grind and I can and you can show your son you know hey this is how you just Fight through this, and this is going to be rewarded, and all that you've been through it all, right? So it's easier for you to motivate and to give that passion. And you were talking about the talent as well, right? It would be just like you know a doctor's child not
1: going in to be a doctor. Like it's it's the same thing. And then especially yeah. when there's other, what I had said on the back end was like there's other sports that are fun that kids enjoy. Like some of the most talented kids play multiple sports anyway once you get to that level mm-hmm. you know like they had in their childhood so i mean and you can think about like soccer is going to popularity basketball will always be huge baseball i'm starting yep. to see more athletes out there so like it's definitely you know turning that way slowly but surely and i mean it's wide open you know and at the end of the day there's a money to be made in all of them and football is not even the most profitable you know what i mean from a money standpoint so
0: depending on why you do it Definitely no co- guaranteed contracts, right? Unless you really ball in three-year average in the league right. injury. It's it's a rough. I mean, it's it's a high-risk, short-term profession that's underpaid. Honestly, if you look at what it brings in in revenue across other sports, right? Like right. it's the most popular sport in America, and the players get paid have some of the worst pay of some professional of the worst. players. To sacrifice your body, come on—the worst conditions, worst pay. Like it doesn't make <laughs> any sense. <laughs> it's, uh, and long and shortest careers, right? And so there's a lot going on with football. And so, and you were talking about other sports rising in popularity, bro. One of the sports that's rising in popularity as well is flag football. Oh and you God. and you talked about it earlier with the Pro Bowl, and that's what I was on. But I was in the airport not too long ago. After they announced the Pro Bowl thing, and I saw somebody with like uh, American National Football Flag Football League, and I was like, I ain't <laughs> never seen any type of flag football like apparel with someone wearing a backpack on a national. You see what scale. I'm saying? And, and every year, bro, before football season, what do you see? Seven on seven, right? And it's a it's a slow turn, and that's and that's really catching waves, like.
1: You know, kids, because of the media, you know, 707 is getting glamorized. And, yep. like, kids kids are getting offered off of 707, man. Like, we might not even Facts. know what this kid looks like in pads. That's a whole different element of the game. You know what I mean? But I think. And you know in pads is different. Right. But, I mean, if you look at it,
0: you know, bigger picture. It's not really because they're changing the rules to make it not as hard for people with pads. You see? Right, right. But, I mean,
1: and you can you can see, like, when you see those little viral clips of the 7-on-7 games, like, it, it do be a lot of energy, and there do be, like, a little crowd that be there that be excited. You know what I mean? So, I mean, if you can get that to grow, it, the opportunity is there. I personally wouldn't want to see it trend that way. But, you know, if if they can figure out a way to keep it interesting and keep people hooked. But football kind of got that, like, gladiator type of vibe. You know what I mean? So right. it makes people want yep, to watch. them in there.
0: Let them but, fight like,
1: if you could kind of figure out a way to, you know, manage that, keep it exciting, keep people watching and viewing, then I think it'll definitely go that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It has a lot of potential, bro. And This was, this is my last point I got to make though, no, but I got to make it. And you brought up all these things, which is great, Brad, because you, you, you feel it, you understand it. Like to the T when I brought it up, like it clicked immediately. Yes. And you talked about like what we know about concussions. That movie and all that stuff, that study, happened a decade ago. What do you think in <laughs> 20 years from now the study going to look like? Man. You see what I'm saying? Because it's Man. not like the study is stopping. They are still doing it. we get getting more advanced, right. more understanding of the brain. What in 15 years is that study going to look like? And I think that's going to be the final mass exodus from participation for kids and then that's gonna ladder up. Yeah. I I agree.
1: I agree. Um it's it's gonna be scary, bro. The studies are gonna be scary. They already are scary. I feel like if you think about the CTE stuff, you know, like Aaron Hernandez, once it came out that he had yep. CTE after like what he did, you know, that kind of woke a lot of people up because he was a, a good player, you know what I mean? Like a big name. So I think over the years as more of those notables you know, come to the surface. Yep. I feel like that'll generate a lot more interest, whatever it may have you. Yep. And then, yeah, like I the, even think about that. Yeah, with the kids too, bro. Like, I mean, if if you think about the nature of football and then like with the kids' bodies not being fully developed, and if there's anything else that comes, I don't even think I need to say more. But if there's any information, <laughs> <Yeah>. additional information <laughs> that comes out to that point, bro, then you know it's. it's yeah. It's, it's, it's a scary scenario, man. But yeah.
0: Right. But but I feel as though like flag football leagues are gonna grow and then they can expand younger. Right. So you'll play football in the in the fall, but in the summer or in the spring, you may play flag if you're a little kid, right? Right, right. Like if you don't play baseball or something. Yeah. So like it's gonna it's gonna morph and take over. So you may quit the football team but continue to play on your flag football team. Right. And I think that's where the switch is going to be.
1: It's just like – it'll be like how AAU basketball is. That's the equivalent of flag football to, you know, real football is AAU basketball and real basketball, you know. And it'll – Yeah. It could be big too because it kind of – it prolongs, you know what I mean? Like imagine, you know, once you play football, bro, it's hard to leave like It's like the military, you know what I'm saying? If flag is prominent, then maybe it, like, prolongs that feeling for people. You know what I mean? Like, I play flag football now, bro, for that same reason. Like, because I just like to be around football, and I don't want to let it go. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, because that's one sport that once you take that helmet off, you're never picking the helmet back up. I mean, you could, but, like, I mean, like, once you're done, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, once you retire, LeBron can retire and hoop for the rest of his life. Right. Play five on five at uh, L.A. Fitness for the rest of his life, right? But you, you can't, can't do that. You can't, can't put pads football. on and get in the locker room. Right. There's folks that do that, but you ain't. Yeah, nah, it, it
1: don't, it don't really right. make sense, you know what I mean? So it don't, yeah, it don't make yeah. no sense. So so it could, you could potentially start earlier, you know, because if you don't have to have an injury complex to it, so you know, younger kids could get started on it early, and then like. If you don't want to let it go, you could do it longer, you know, for the same reason. So that could help it catch wind too.
0: Exactly, and once the NFL says we're gonna adopt this into our sport, man, they gotta they gotta leg up. It may be twenty five years, instead right? Thirty five, <laughs> right? <laughs> they they pushing the gas. I think too, man. To, to go
1: back to like the notables, like I feel like with the CTE situation. I mean, it, it makes people do crazy things. Bro. So if, if there's ever any – I mean, look at Antonio Brown. You know what I mean? Like, if there's yeah. ever anything that results from that, you know, like, God forbid. But if any of them, like, murder somebody or just do something really crazy and reckless and they come back and it's like this was because of CTE, then I feel like that'll be a big, you know – and I hope it never happens, but I feel like that'll be, like, something to drive that change to
0: anything like that. Yeah. So. Like, the thing is, like, of course we don't want any of it to happen. I know you, you you, said that, you know. But, like, the sad part is we're not going to be surprised if it does. Right. And that's the saddest part of it all. It's just, like, <laughs> like we're not like, oh, wow, I can't believe that. Right, right. It'd be right? Like, more like, damn. For what we know. Like, Aaron Hernandez was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that. But we didn't know anything. Right. But now, when you know, it's like you're almost looking for it when people are living now. Like you're talking about Antonio Brown, right? Right. So, man, it's, it's, it's tough. I think, hey, who knows, RJ? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> only time on seven. Will tell. I don't. Only time will tell. Look, I can't really catch. And I like to play defensive end, and I used to play running back back in the day, <laughs> as RJ know. So, 707 is really not my thing. I like hidden folks. Or I did.
1: It's definitely a diminished, and you're not the only one that's going to, you know, that shares that, that thought about the game. And for that, that's the problem that they are going to encounter if they are to move to that kind of model. Because, you know, right. people, people, Again, the the gladiator complex, like, people want to see that. People want to see people get teed off on, you know what I mean? Like, that yeah. energy. And that's why football is so great, and that's why it's so fun for the same reason, too. Because, you know, you feel those things, and the energy is crazy. So,
0: to right. take that away would be essentially
1: yeah. taking away the game as we know it. Yeah,
0: yeah, man. It's college athletes in college and in high school, especially, just those moments come. And you know, you really smack somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean, right. you like that's highlight like tape
1: as a defensive player. Obviously, you love you love knocking down, you know what I'm saying? Right in the dirt, is what I always say,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, that is fun, bro. Like, and right. people like the game for that same reason. So, like, to take that away if they did move to, you know, 707 model would be essentially killing the game as we know it.
0: Yeah, and I, and 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 there's going to be people that play this. And I'm not saying football will be extinct, but it's not going to be. It's going to be so different that it won't look like that because people are cool to watch and spend their money, but not send their kids to sign up for football. Right. You see? So, like, there's a that's a disconnect. That's a problem. Like, yeah. if you will watch something, that you know, and you're the most likely to do it. I'm just, I'm not seeing it, bro. I'm not seeing it. But yeah, uh, but RJ, last thing I wanted to talk about, bro. You've been in on college football. That's the last thing I want to get in on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've been watching it. Of course. Okay. That's, that's okay. the only thing I make time for to watch on TV, bro. Okay. I know you uh a
0: Kentucky Somewhat You like Kentucky, right?
1: Yeah, a little bit Don't
0: say somewhat Now that y'all been lost Uh,
1: Uh, It's more so bro. I have a problem Like I just gotta watch How big of a fan I am You know what I mean? Like we play Like I said We play at this level too So it's like I have to watch How big of a fan I become You know
0: You play football So you can't be too much of a fan Is that what you're saying?
1: Right, right. We played at that level too. So it's like, I feel competitive about it. You know what I mean? I try, I stay away from football as much as I can just for that reason. Cause it's hard to even look at it without wanting to go out there on the field, bro. So it's like, I, I'm more so, I'm more so of a critic. I'm definitely Kentucky biased, but I'm a critic of the game, bro, at this point in
0: time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at this <laughs> point, bro, because we, we – oh, bro, it's over. You know what I'm saying? I feel you, though. I do feel you. Some days I'm like, damn, it would be nice to drop back in coverage and go <laughs> and tackle somebody or to get a sack. I need grand. another crack like, block, man. Oh, bro. I, oh, I'm about to <laughs> talk. You used to come up to me and be like, bro, I just – I just – that wouldn't have been me. I would have cracked you. Yeah, probably because I probably, probably would have. <laughs> And by property, I mean definitely. See, yeah, all right. All right. What's your big body? You big body now. 200 pounds soaking wet. What Come about? on, man. With that
1: velocity though. You know the equation?
0: Man, you ain't you ain't producing that much. Look, you waited for <laughs> after football to get big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can knock me down now. You big now, but you ain't it. You ain't You wasn't I, all, all, all big like that.
1: Yeah, appreciate it, appreciate it, brother. You know what I'm saying? Good look, good look. From
0: our talking anyway, we got a little tangent there. Yeah, that was fun. Um, but you know the SEC is why I brought up you being with Kentucky. Yeah, so. Um, so, big matchup. I think this podcast is going to come after because it's tomorrow. This is Friday. Mm-hmm. Tell us, who, who you got for the uh,
1: Alabama-Tennessee game? I'm going Tennessee, bro. Wow. I'm going Tennessee. I think it's it's just the, the stars have a line for them. Like, they got a really good offense, and I think if you think back, Alabama's great, but if you think back, like, over the years, the teams that they have had problems with have had, like, Really good offense. Somebody that's able to score with him. You know what I mean? I think Hendon Hooker, like, he's a really good quarterback. He's mobile. And, you know, their offense, I think, can can compete with Tennessee's defense. I mean, with uh, Alabama's defense. And I think they're actually a little better than Alabama's defense. But, um, and also Alabama, you know, with Bryce Young being injured. And the game being at Tennessee, bro, and just, you know, they good this year. I'm a real big energy person, too. You know what I mean? I feel like right. a lot of people going to talk about right. stats and the history and all that. But, man, they about to be lit. You know what I mean? That You can't account for that. Right. I, I, know, I know what that feels like. Yeah, you know, so I think they're going to get it done. I think it's the, it's the good time for them. And they lost, like, 15 straight to Alabama, too. Right,
0: right. Now, I feel you. And – and I'm going to sound like a hater because <laughs> I'm a hater. I don't even care to say it. I don't like Tennessee. You know? Call a spade a spade. Play. Hey, I ain't going to sit here and lie. I don't think Tennessee has played anybody. If you look at – I mean, they played names, colleges with names, and beat them. But if you look at them, all them schools that have played are, are sorry, really, if you look at their schedule and you look at what they are now from versus what they played them at. Alabama is going to be a big test. I think Alabama is going to be, for me, if they beat Alabama, then that's it. I can't talk no more. Right. But if they do what I've seen pretty much my entire life and crumble and crack at home at Alabama, then to me the world's right. But (laughs) this is going to be the ultimate. Like There is no, after this, for me, there is no, Oh well, they're still not good. Oh well, this and that. So I'm hoping Alabama. Like <laughs> I, I think Tennessee. I think Tennessee can win. Of course, like Hendon Hooker is great. Their defense is nasty. They like really move the ball down the field well, and they make. I mean, all everything's just firing off. And I'm a big energy guy too. I do believe that. Like they feel different this year. Like right, it also right. scares me in the NFL that Dallas feels different. Like, these teams <laughs> – because, you know, I'm an Eagles fan. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, they just feel like, damn, okay, I kind of see something. But they've always kind of collapsed. And right. Tennessee hasn't been this good in a long time. Very true. And so that makes me a little bit nervous if they – especially if they can come into a close game or beat Bama. Then I'm like, oh, sh-. Right make something happen because it's just like things falling in place. Like when you an Eagles fan you realize that Nick Foles can carry you to a Super Bowl. Anything is possible. It just takes a lot of energy <laughs> and momentum. Right. <laughs> I
1: think I think because the best player on the team is Hendon Hooker and like how he moves, like I think that is a big reason for why they are so you know, what I mean it's it's really it all starts with him. You know, and because yeah. like that's your guy To lean on in the clutch, and you know just what he stands on and how he goes about business. I think that's what what, will get him over, and that's like why they even good now. I don't without him, I see them being a whole different
0: team. Yeah, RJ, you making like an argument that like I I agree with. Like I'm not even trying to. We're not even. (laughs) I'm saying Alabama, but the way that I'm rationalizing has nothing to do with the actual game. Right, just right. I hope that it doesn't happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know I get it. I get it. I'm with you, man. Right, right. And I made an earlier prediction, RJ, that um, Ohio State is not going to make it into the college football playoffs. What do you think about that?
1: Uh, I, I'm going to be like you and say I hope they don't. I just don't like Ohio State for whatever reason. I don't even know why. Like okay. I, they completely neutral. I just feel like, what is it, man? I don't know. for For a while, man, I don't know. I just don't like Ohio State, and I, I have we have never competed against them. Like none of my teams have competed against them. I just. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just a yeah, hater, exactly. I guess. Yeah, I'm just a hater.
0: Yeah, it's it's not, sometimes it's it's just okay to admit it. Like folks don't like certain things for different reasons. Like I'm a Memphis <laughs> fan, right? So right. I despise Tennessee just sure. automatically off the rip. Like ain't nothing else to say. There's nothing to say. Um, not no one. Stand besides, up. I want y'all. to – You feel me? I just want y'all to lose every game, and that's okay. (laughs) And I I hope that they feel that they want us to lose every game. That's what makes it fun. You feel me? So, yeah. I I mean, Ohio State is nice. Like, now I'm kind of – I've been watching them play, and I'm like, mm – They look a little nicer than they came out early, because I said this after the first game.
1: They just like they one of the teams that's always good, you know what I mean? And there's so, and it's just like it's just it's just pure hatred. Like I just don't want to see nobody win that much, you know what I mean? Like why why should all win all the time? It's like the whole Tom Brady thing. Exactly, like they're they're clearly the best in the Big Ten.
0: If they beat Alabama, then that's it. I can't talk no more. So I was able to watch the game, and I had to give it to RJ and the University of Tennessee for feeling the vibes of the situation, you know, and everything seemed to fall in the right place in Knoxville. And I had to give it up to Heaton Hooker and the wide receiver with (laughs) all the catches, uh, Jalen, coming in and putting Bama on notice and beating them. But to Bama, to where I think they solidified that the SEC was a defensive conference for over a decade, just plays a team like RJ was talking about that has a mobile quarterback. Someone can score and just falls apart. It looks awful. And this defense was one of the worst performances I've ever seen. I mean, this defense had – A scoop and score for six and a pick and still gave up 52 points in a loss. That's got to be a tough pill to swallow. And from the game, just as as you're watching it with no defense being played, like from Tennessee, that's not as surprising. But for Alabama to not even really make Tennessee put drives together. I mean, that guy had over 200 yards on six receptions. So it just seems like every drive where there was something consequential the defense got their tie blown off, which was just surprising to see just happen over and over again. You know, and maybe UT is really that good. Maybe they're just really a solid team. And, you know, they do have a Heisman candidate at QB. And so we'll see kind of where their season falls on. I know they have Georgia, and then they'll probably have to play Alabama again in the SEC championship if they really, they really want to do something big this year. And... <laughs> It's funny. I mean, I've already seen Tennessee fans come out and say that they want Tennessee to be ranked number one in the country. Now, I can explain why that really didn't make too much sense. I mean, you beat Alabama. Yeah, you have beat the best team in college football. But your other wins really, like as I talked about earlier, aren't great wins if you look at them now. And you won that game at home against Alabama you, as the sixth-ranked team in the country, jumping to one over teams like Ohio State and Clemson who have, you know, continually been in the playoff, continually been in the championship games. Doesn't really make a lot of sense. I mean, your strength of schedule is strong, but how strong is it? And so, But I want Tennessee to get the number one seed. It's funny how fast we forget how – Just here in March, Tennessee was complaining about how they feel as though they didn't get a high enough seed in the NCAA tournament. And if you know history, you know that they end up losing in the second round. And so, just be careful for what you ask for because the number one spot, as y'all know, since 1998. I don't know if there's anybody on the team that actually saw Tennessee win a championship. I damn sure didn't see it happen. I was just three years old, but I digress. But I appreciate RJ coming on to the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you rate the podcast five stars. Share it with a friend. RJ has some technical difficulties, but he wanted to shout out the Lex and the 859. And I'm happy to do it for him. We will have him back on another show. Thank you all for tuning in to the premiere of season four. Peace.
1: I'm blessed I'm doing great
0: am thanks for listening to pot about it I hope you enjoyed it comment rate subscribe and share with someone who you love i know there's at least one person we'll see you soon but until then stay safe peace you my Entertainment, pal, like I say, pipe down.